Last week, as part of the story of Christmas, we heard about some of the central characters, the shepherds. Today, we look at more of the central characters in the greatest story ever told from the second chapter of Matthew. After Jesus was born in the town of Bethlehem in Judea, during the time of Herod the king, Magi from the east came to Jerusalem and asked, Where is the one born king of the Jews? We saw his star in the east and have come to worship him. When Herod heard this, he was disturbed, and all of Jerusalem with him. So he called together all the people, the chief priests and teachers of the law, and asked them where the Christ was to be born. In Bethlehem of Judea, they replied, for this is what the prophet has written. But you, Bethlehem, in the land of Judah, are by no means the least among the rulers of Judah. For out of you will come a ruler who will be the shepherd of my people Israel. Then Herod took the Magi secretly and found out from them exactly the time the star appeared. He sent them to Bethlehem and said, Go and make a careful search for the child, and as soon as you find him, report to me, so that I may go and worship him also. When they heard the king, they went on their way, and the star, which they'd seen in the east, went ahead of them until it stopped over the place where the child was. When they saw the star, they were overjoyed. Coming to the house, they saw the child and his mother Mary, and they bowed down and worshipped him. And opening their treasures, they presented him with gifts of gold and of incense and of myrrh. And having been warned in a dream not to go back to Herod, they returned to their country by a different route. Merry Christmas, everybody. Uh, my name's Tim. I'm the senior pastor here at York Street. Have you ever had to search for something that you really, really wanted? Just this past week, Yvette bought a gift for somebody and hid it away, as you do, and then hid it really well. And the house is getting turned upside down because she's bought the gift, she's hidden it, but she's got to find it. She really wants it to be able to give it to somebody else. Or maybe you found that moment where you, you need to go somewhere and you, you can't find your keys. You really want to find it. You really need to search for this, this, these keys because that giant steel box in the carport isn't much help if you don't have keys. Now, the difference between the stories is that we just heard maybe finding your keys is when you finally find your keys, you go, it's not so much overjoyed, it's just like ah, relief, filled then with anxiety because you're running late and you've got to go. But imagine what it would be like to find something that you know, there's joy and there's overjoy. It's like it's the next level of excitement. See, the, the Magi had been searching for the Messiah, the saviour of the world. And when they found him, there was a joy that was just uncomparable. Huge celebration. 
Maybe there was, maybe we need to act this out and experience this for ourselves a little bit this morning. So for this, I need it, probably someone a bit younger to help me out. So I'm going to need a volunteer. Can I get someone to put your hands up? A volunteer. There was a volunteer almost straight away. What's your name? You sure? Yeah, you didn't change it? Okay, Elkie, thank you so much. Elkie, can you give me a hand? Because like the Magi, they, you wouldn't just head off into the desert and go searching for ages. You'd have to be prepared, right? So you've got to prepare for this journey. Could you put on the incredible safety gear that you need to, to search on this journey? You're preparing. We've got all our high-vis stuff. It's all one-size-fits-all, so you'll be fine. Um, our H&S team are going to love us. And of course, when you're searching, you need... It's somewhere between sort of construction and detective, but it's, it's, it's cool. Awesome, Elkie. Now, one other thing I'm going to give you, Elkie, is because you're helping me out today, I'm going to give you a gift. This is yours now. But in a moment, you can swap that gift for something else. So that's yours now, all yours. But in a little while, if you want to give that up and get something else, you can swap it. But it's your choice, okay? Give and receive, but right now that's yours. Cool? No. Now, in the story, there was a star that shone in the east. I have no idea which way east is right now. But, um, yeah, that way? That's going to work really well for this analogy. Thanks, guys. Um, now, obviously, they didn't have Google Maps back then and they, nothing like that. But we don't have a star, but what we have today is a laser. Hey! And so what you've got to do, Elkie, is you have to follow the laser. And the laser's going to end up somewhere where there's going to be, like, something pretty special. Okay, so Elkie, you go, go grab the laser. Go and grab it. Go and, go and find it. It's over. Oh, hang on. Oh, it's moving. It's moving. Oh, it's kind of disappeared. Oh, no, there it is. Excellent. It's, where's it going to go? Where's it? Oh, cool. Excellent. Oh, it's over near all the really expensive musical equipment. That's fantastic. Awesome. Now, is that under the piano? Awesome. So just crawl past all of the live electrical cords. Excellent. And, and pass under the piano. Um, if, if it hasn't been cleaned, maybe give that a dust. But can you crawl under the piano? Is that there? Yeah, nice. Excellent. That's OH&S friendly. That's fantastic. Great job. And it, oh, look, look, it's, oh, it's over on the screen again. You're doing really... Oh, man. This thing is like, oh, now where on earth is it going? Okay, look, it's, it's going to head all the way to the back of the church. That's it. Oh, it's in the corner. Go, Elkie. Go, 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 go. You got this. I, I love it. Elkie's just like, yeah, you know, as soon as I get there, it's going to move. So what's the point, what's the point in running? I'm just going to, you know, pace myself. It's not a sprint. This is a marathon. This is, um, yeah, all good, Elkie, all good. Ah, <laughs> oh, man, you know it too well. How high can you jump, Elkie? <laughs> You're doing such an awesome job. It's coming across. You almost, you almost caught it. You almost caught it. And so where is it? Ah, oh, is there anything near that tree that looks? There's a present. Do you want to go get the present? You can make a choice, Elkie. You've got the candy cane or the present. The candy cane's yours. Would you like to swap the candy cane for the present? You want to keep the candy cane. <laughs> Are you Crystal's daughter? <laughs> you really don't want to swap. 
This, is, this would be the online service too, wouldn't it? This is the one. Can I just say the last service was like... <laughs> well, how about... <laughs> Got to dig my way out of this one. How about you open it up and see what it is? Then maybe you could make a choice to see if you want to keep the, the okay candy cane or the present. I'm looking for excitement on the face. I'm looking for it. What do you think? You still want to keep the candy cane? Okay, you can, you can keep the candy cane. How about you keep that one as well? Good job. Let's put our hands together for Elke. Oh, you can't script this, can you, really? Like, thank you so much, Elke. Good job. Help me, Jesus, to recover from this one. The wrestle is real, isn't it? You see, sometimes when it comes to the decisions in life, we have to set out on, on a journey. We see the, the, the Magi, when they found Jesus, there was an overjoyed. There was something that they, they had been wanting, an anticipation that they were searching for. You see, in life, sometimes we try and do the same. We, we prepare ourselves to search for something. And there's a cost involved. For example, maybe you're looking for a job. Maybe you're looking for a friendship circle. Maybe you're looking for that special somebody. And you search out on this journey. You prepare yourself and you go searching for the job, for the fulfillment, for the thing that's going to make you feel whole in the hopelessness or that void that's in your life. And as you go searching, there's a cost involved. And you give everything to get into that job. You give everything to get into that, that friendship circle. Or you give everything for that special someone. And to realize that, that it doesn't fulfill. Now, we've just seen an example of the true wrestle of what it is. Sometimes it's hard to give up that thing that you have for something else. Sometimes it, that, that wrestle to give up what you've got is hard because there's unknown elements. What we saw took place in the theoretical world was an exchange of a candy cane for a reward that was far greater. Something that was special. That was the idea. And it's okay, Elke. You did a good job. It was very, very funny. Thank you so much. Can we put our hands together for Elke again? Thank you. Great job. You see, in life, we, we see that the Magi prepared and searched and found. But for us, we have to do the same. You see, in, a, in a, a world where there is hopelessness, hope is revealed through Jesus. We remember that God loves us so much that he sent his son to earth, not into royalty, but in, as, as a baby born into humble beginnings, so that he could grow up experiencing what we experience. The saviour of the world, the hope for all humanity, knows what you feel knows what you go through, knows the, the emotions that you have. And because of that, offers a relationship. You see, in Jeremiah, it says that there's a different sort of search 
that we can go for. It's not a search where we run around chasing a laser. It's a search for something deeper. Jeremiah chapter 29, verse 13 says, When you search for me, you will find me when you search for me with all of your heart. In Revelation, it speaks of Jesus standing at the door and knocking. And the idea is that the door has a handle, but the handle, only one handle, but the handle is on the inside, not the outside. And Jesus won't enter your life, won't enter your heart, won't enter into your your thoughts and, and all of the actions until you invite him in. He doesn't force himself in. But to invite Jesus in means there's a cost. It means you, you now share the journey. Now, if you're like me, I like to drive, which means when I'm in the passenger seat, like my foot is hard on the floor. Like I am, there is an imaginary brake pedal that I am pressing all the time. I have a 15-year-old that turns 16 really soon, and... <laughs> There's a cost. There's a cost involved in being a passenger. You see in the same car, but there's a cost. And I want you to know that sometimes the cost of allowing Christ into your life is that you become the passenger and he drives. Sometimes the cost is that you're wanting to hit the brakes because he's turning in a direction that you may not want it to go. Today I have a really simple question when it comes to Christmas, and that is, have you received hope? Do you understand that hope has been revealed in your life through Jesus, and have you accepted him? In a moment, we're going to pray, and I've got a really simple prayer that if you haven't received hope, that I'd invite you to pray with me. And in this prayer, there's there's three elements. The first element is simply saying sorry, because there's times when, when we want to take the wheel of our life. We want to steer. We want to drive. We want to make the fulfillment in the job and we chase the relationship or we chase the the special someone only realize that they don't fulfill, but we want to be in control. And so we say sorry. We then thank God for sending his son, which at Christmas time we remember this incredible act of love of the birth of hope. And then we ask him into our life because Jesus didn't just stay a baby. He grew up, lived a perfect life, And in doing so, was the only one that could actually pay the price for you and me to have a restored relationship with God. He died on a cross and rose again. He is a risen saviour. And so we invite the living God, the Holy Spirit, into our life. Have you received hope? Let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you. We thank you so much that we have an incredible opportunity this Christmas, to once again focus on who you are. We thank you that hope has been revealed in Jesus. And as the Magi searched and were overjoyed because of the fulfillment that was was found in you, we pray too that we would also be overjoyed with the hope that is found in Jesus Christ. Lord, for those this morning that may not have received hope, but are on that journey and who want to receive hope today. Lord, we want to lead them together through this prayer as they pray it in their their hearts or with their words. Saying, God, we are sorry for the things that we have done wrong. For the times that we've tried to take control. And we've found hopelessness as a result. 
We thank you that you sent your son, the hope for humanity. We ask him into our lives today so that we may never be hopeless again, that we may have hope and purpose and a future from this day forwards. In Jesus' name, amen. If you prayed that prayer after the service, I'd love you to make yourself known to somebody on the door uh, as you leave or make your way to the front of the church. We would love just to pray for you and give you a Bible as you start your journey. But let's continue singing to our incredible God. Thanks so much.